0: You're listening to the podcast, Carlos Avalon, My Music, My Life. Thank you for tuning in. And now, here's your host, Carlos Avalon. I should have asked you for your number, and if you'd like for me to go. Season four. Nice to be back. Hey, Lisa, thank you, our announcer, Lisa Hornaday, uh, uh, her doing the new intro and outro announcement, because now that we start doing only one episode a month, we had to change uh, the announcement. Uh, Brian is still the male voice on on the original trailer that's still out there (laughs) everywhere. Anyway, hey folks, did you miss me? Let me be very candid uh, with you here. I came very close, uh, very close to closing shop. On this podcast thing, um, the idea was always to have a podcast while I'm constantly performing every weekend and invite you as guests and the audience and even have a live uh, some live moments. But that hasn't happened uh, yet, so I almost uh, decided to to put an end to it, not return. But all of you keep listening even to, well, in TV, you'd call it reruns, uh, because they're always out there. So thank you for listening. And yes, a few of you uh, close friends and uh, heavy listeners encouraged me to to stay on and keep going with this. So we're going monthly now. Hey, look at it as a monthly newsletter about whatever is going on with me, career-wise and personal life and whatever. And that's mostly, actually, thanks to Avison Records, my label, my record label, um, mostly releasing uh, music uh, this year. So the recording artist, Carlos Avalon, the recording artist, is out there more than ever. Although the live performing artist hasn't come back full time yet. But uh, we're not giving up on that. That's going to happen. But uh, I want it. Actually, I've been rehearsing uh a lot um i think i'm in great voice the voice chops are back the piano chops are back so i'm even working on the accordion again a little more and um, so that'll happen but just not yet uh, so we're releasing um uh, more uh, music some new music soon but later on uh, this year but we are releasing um Some um, songs remastered from previous albums I had done that really never had any uh, wide release whatsoever. We simply sold some at my my performances. But we are actually at the end of this month. We are bringing back um, uh, remastered songs from my album. Do you remember Loving Arms? Yes, and I love that title song. That will be the title song again. We're doing an EP. Remember I mentioned before when we released uh, the Christmas EP, uh, some of the songs from my Christmas album. Uh, LP is long playing, meaning album. Uh, EP is a smaller album. Uh, Usually, if you have only between three and six songs, you qualify as an EP, which... I guess originally stood for Extended Play Single. You know, remember when singles used to be a 45 with Side A and Side B? Well, uh, when they went with Apple Music and iTunes and all that, uh, it was only released singles, a song at a time. And then the EP became popular. So we're releasing later this month, being the month of love, Valentine's Day. Hey, Happy Valentine's Day to Yes, some of you may be listening after the day already of cor- uh, occurred, but it is February, the month of Valentine's Day, and lucky you! Happy Valentine's Day to all of you that were lucky enough to have your Valentine. I don't. Well, I uh, I'll be all alone on Valentine's Day, but uh, let me tell you, it's very complicated. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, do I hear that again, Michael? Oh, yeah, yeah. I need that rim shot. Well, let's put it this way. Uh, there is someone special, and uh, I will be alone, uh, but he won't. He will be with someone else. Uh, okay, moving on. Yes, we are really seeing more music. And um, do you know that this year I turned 50? Dream on, Carlos. Uh, No, I wish. I wish. No, not me. But my career turns 50. Sure, you'll remember we celebrated last year uh, the 55th anniversary of my first band, Azor 68. And yes, I've been performing live on stage now. It's coming into the 56th of uh, Azor 68. I still don't feel that old. But anyway... 50 years in 1974 is when I went solo and had my first major contract in a major hotel in Hawaii performing my own show as Carlos Avalon. Well, Avalon, Av- yes, it was before Avalon. And uh, here we are, 2024, celebrating my 50th anniversary. Uh, the plan is to, of course, get more recordings out there do some performances here and there but uh well other than that there are no 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 major plans but what would you like me to do any ideas hey why don't you the listener <laughs> and talk to your friends about it why don't you send us send me some input Let me know what you wish for me to do, what you would like, how you would like, those of you that like my music, me, us, to celebrate my 50th anniversary in show business. And um, wait, do not say retire. (laughs) If you do, I'll unfriend you. That's for sure. And uh, I'm not yet ready to give up hearing this. Thank you Thank you Michael <laughs> Applause Michael Adele Continues As our As our uh, uh, Editor And uh, Well he's continues To produce music For me But yes uh, You know how to find me the, uh, Many of you know My personal phone number You know my email You know how to reach me But those of you That aren't sure hey, Go to CarlosAvalon.com My website And on the website, there's a page, several pages. Uh, actually, check all of them out. Uh, you may find it interesting if you haven't been there in a while. But the podcast page, which you can go direct to, which is uh, carlosavalon.com uh, forward slash podcast one, and you can find us. But go there. That page has all the phone numbers, all the emails, how to reach anyone associated with my team. and call us, send a text, uh, send an email. Hey, send a a snail mail. Let us know. We'd love to get some of your ideas so that maybe we do something very interesting uh, this year. Now, one thing we already know. Actually, uh, 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 this is referring to the podcast. So, uh, also give us um, some input some ideas what else you'd like me to be doing on the podcast what would you like to hear yes we are gonna have some guests we are bringing back some guests and it's not as easy to get guests as i thought it would be of course it would be as easy if i was carlos you know super uh, roberto carlos a famous Brazilian singer everybody would want to be my guest but i'm just carlos lot so it's not as easy to get Certainly big name guests, but we will have some guests. But now um, we already know that many of you, what you've enjoyed the most is hearing my personal stories from the road. And so I decided to share yet another one with you uh, as we start uh, this first episode of Season 4. And that is my most embarrassing moment on stage. Folks... Get ready, let me tell you. And uh, it actually happened because of a silly, very simple, but stupid, in a way, mistake. Uh, On my part, can't blame anybody else. But my most embarrassing moment on stage in this 50 year, going on 56, if you call the, including my first band, my first time on stage, it happened during the opening number, the most important, one of the most important numbers of a show. I was doing a show at beautiful, affluent, pleasant, plush Point Pleasant Beach, New Jersey, at a mansion. Now, at that time, I was performing. I not only performed at Harris Atlantic City. That was my steady, um, ongoing contract, exclusive contract. But I did, toward the end, um, Harris loosened up their contract a bit, and we were allowed to perform at other casinos. At first, we could not. It was totally exclusively a casino um, act. But I was performing at that time. It was the late 90s. um, No, early 90s, maybe. I was performing at the Atlantis, another beautiful, I love that property, the Atlantis Hotel Casino in atlantic city and that's where i met uh, frank sinatra jr he was performing in the main showroom i met him at the entertainment director's office when i was picking up my check actually and uh, that was all be for direct deposit thing and uh, and i also met uh, brady bunch flora uh, florence henderson they had been performing in the showroom and i was in the very plush top of the Atlantis steakhouse called Jean's, which Jean was the um, CEO, the lady that actually was running the Atlantis at the time. And it was a beautiful room, a beautiful stage. And there was a high roller. I mean, a high roller that was there every single week, and He and his family loved uh, my performances. And they were doing a big event at their mansion, really, on the well, I was going to say the beach uh, on the shore. They, the their home faced the inlet or the waterway um, there at Point Pleasant Beach. It was really a, ma- ma- a mansion. He had. He was very wealthy. He had in amu- a smaller scale, but similar to Michael Jackson's Neverland. Yes, he had an amusement car uh, a park for his um, uh, grandchildren because it was already he was grandfather age, not for his kids. They were all grown up and involved with his business. So he hired us. Uh, He wanted my seven-piece band. He wanted me to do a 45-minute show during this big outdoor event he had. It was summertime. I, I was lucky enough to get my musical director for that event to be George Hernandez. Now, I've mentioned him before. George Hernandez was... Um, at one time, the musical director for the Carpenters, he toured with them, Karen Carpenter. He toured with uh, Vicky Carr, uh, the well, American, but also um, uh, she did many um, songs in Spanish, Latin superstar and American superstar. He also toured with a superstar from uh, South Korea, Paddy Kim. Paddy Kim, and he toured with her. He backed up so many artists, I mean... Um, Victor Mone, uh you name it, Jim uh, Neighbors. But anyway, so here I have a great musical director, a great group of musicians, some of my Harris Atlantic City musicians on rhythm section, but we had a great horn section, guys that were working with all the, the stars um, in Atlantic City. So I was lucky the date of that show. I was able to, these guys were available. We rehearsed beforehand, of course. And I wanted to open the show with a song I had not yet done in Atlantic City. I wanted to open. I was already opening primarily on piano and then later on starting to um, uh, coming leaving the piano and singing my songs up front. But I established that, that I was a pianist uh, as we um, opened the show every time, as I still do. So here's what happens. I decided to do the song Do you remember the song? Bay City Rollers, uh, uh, Luis Miguel um, did it in Spanish. I only want to be with you, Luis did it. I want to put his march on. Well, that song I had done before, but never in the Atlantic City area. But as you know, my sister, Connie Marie, many times uh, in Nevada, Reno, uh, Lake Tahoe, uh, all over california she was not only my backup singer but she would be have a featured song in my show so during the time when she was my backup singer she uh would do that song that was was her solo performance song in front of the band as i would take a break uh, maybe do a change of costume i don't, don't remember but she that was her feature song so what does that mean when i would do the song I'm a barry tenor. I, I was singing the song uh, um, back then. I was a barry tenor, meaning baritone, tenor uh, um, um, level of voice, uh, and Connie Marie is a alto. So, Connie Marie's key of that song is in the key of F. My key for that song is in the key of A. So, what happens? Uh the, because I hadn't included that song in my Atlantic City shows, the arrangements were back in California for the Seven band So dad was still my um, my business manager at the time. So I called my dad and said, there are two or three songs I want to do in this song that I don't currently have the chart in, in the show, that I cr- don't currently have the charts with me. So that go to the file cabinet, get I only want to be with you, get whatever the other two songs was. So that, got that, mailed them to me. This was way before the day of the show. and But he noticed that there were two folders for I only want to be with you. So absolutely great. He did what the right thing. Um, he sent both. He wasn't sure which one I wanted. And he didn't pay attention that maybe it did have one Connie Marie's arrangement. But anyway... I got them. We rehearsed uh, with these great musicians. I uh, I gave them all the charts during rehearsal, not at, the, at Point Pleasant Beach. And then the night before the performance, we were all set. I put together the music. We keep the music. The artist keeps the music. We don't put that responsibility on the musicians to take to the gig. So, and then the day of the gig, we put The music on the stands, my my stage manager, or the musical director, and so on. So, whose mistake was it? Moi. The day before, getting ready for the show, getting my briefcase of uh, charts, uh, the songbook ready, I, we had already rehearsed with the right chart, but I kept them together, the two folders. I pick up Connie Marie's key, Connie Marie's arrangement and put it there. And then, of course, the day of the venue, we did a sound check. We didn't include that song. And then Showtime, George, the musical director, had all the arrangements. He didn't pay attention. He, we had done that book, what we call the book, uh, a show. Uh, the charts are called the book, and uh, all in order. So he put all the book in order with the songs. Didn't really pay attention. That <laughs> wasn't the key. And then opening number. We have the big overture, ladies and gentlemen. Carlos Avalon, I come on. Of course, the the intro to the song is happening. But I'm just doing my showbiz thing, coming on. I sit at the piano, and they go into the vamp. That I in turn pick up. I start in the key of A. The band is in the key of F. Folks, if you, if I had the piano in front of me here at this studio, you would know how wild it sounds. I mean, it's like, it's like um, fingernails uh, rolling down a chalkboard, a blackboard. Let me tell you, I froze. I mean, I kept playing, but I didn't know what to do. I didn't think to stop. Playing, the band would have figured something out. I could have. Anyway, I kept playing my piano melody of the song. George immediately noticed he's a pianist too. He runs over to me because the worst thing I thought would be to stop the number, which really would have been a trade break. So the first eight bars of the song, George runs over to me, looks, being a pianist, looks at my and see what notes I'm playing on the piano. Uh, the melody figures out uh, that I'm in the key of A and realizes, oh, well, yeah, that's the key we prob- we rehearsed in. Comes over to the band, yells out to each A, 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 you know, uh, Do, Re, Mi, Fa, sol La, which really A is, is six. You know, uh, we have numbers for the chords, one being uh, Do, Do, Re, Mi, Though. one two three four five six six give and then uh, so somehow within a one measure length the band matches me by the time with uh, um we're at the bridge of the song you came and smiled at me asked me if i care to dance anyway by the way i hope I don't get in trouble for doing some lines from this uh, a cover song but anyway I finally was able to relax, but let me tell you, those first eight bars, it was the most, I froze, I uh, I just, it was the most embarrassing moment uh, on stage, primarily for, not so much because of the audience, but here I am with top musicians that believe in me. I was the lowest name act they've worked with for who knows how long. George Hernandez, that did many shows with me, even in California, uh, the Portuguese Market Show in the in um, uh, for the the Portuguese Day of Portugal. He was my musical director. But anyway, bottom line is I was embarrassed that these guys were saying, "What is wrong with this guy?" But anyway, by the two numbers into the show, I had the audience in my hand. The show was a success. I, I honestly don't know if the audience figured out what in the world is going on those first eight, uh, six to eight bars. But that was Now You Have It, my most embarrassing moment on stage. One that no matter how many years we celebrate this career, I will never forget. There you have it. So <laughs> that's about it. I'm going to keep telling those stories. Send us some info. Let us know. Uh, what else you'd like uh, uh, what direction you'd like us to go keep listening to my songs on um, on um, wherever you listen to your music Apple Music Pandora um, um, of course I'm not going to say her name but you know the name of that lady from uh, Amazon that we call, we have at home some of us, I do if I say it she's about 5 feet away from me she'll start start playing my music <laughs> but anyway Just be aware that I'm glad to be back. Thank you for listening. And remember, uh, this, uh, no, no, no advertisers, no, no commercials here. Whatever you can do, if you'd like to support the career, continue to send um, us a gift. And it is by simply going to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Carlos Avalon. That keeps the podcast going. If the uh, the gift is large enough, it may even give me a chance to to record a whole nother song <laughs> to get out there. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much, my friends, for listening. Keep on listening. Thank you, Michael Adele. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks, Louis. And uh, that's about it. See you next time. Thank you for listening. Please join us again next month for another episode of Carlos Avalon My Music, My Life. Now it's time to sit and pray that you'll come back to me someday.